0: A Spy Among Friends, Ballerina, Spy X Family, Treason, Paradox Effect, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, and Eastside are some of the upcoming spy movies or series that we'll fill you in on today in our Spy Movie News, December 28th, 2022 edition. Now before we start, we want to wish you all a Happy New Year. Where did 2022 go? Wow! All right, let's get into it and talk about some upcoming spy movies and television shows. A Spy Among Friends. For some of you, this won't appear as an upcoming show, as it premiered in the UK on ITVX on December 8th. However, it won't hit here in the US until early 2023 on MGM+, which is the rename of Epix. A Spy Among Friends is based on Ben McIntyre's book of the same name. It's a dramatization with name changes, new characters, etc., but it's based on fact. We've watched this six-part series and we liked it a lot. The cast is brilliant, with Anna Maxwell Martin playing Lily Thomas, Damian Lewis playing Nicholas Elliot, and Guy Pierce playing Kim Philby. Yes, that Kim Philby. And in case you didn't know who Nicholas Elliot is, what happens in this movie is a dramatic interpretation of his role with his very good friend Kim Philby. But Elliot was also the person who arranged for Lionel Crabbe to surveil Khrushchev's cruiser. In 1956. Crabb was the focal point of the 1958 movie, The Silent Enemy, that we decoded in our July 7, 2020 podcast episode. Anyway, A Spy Among Friends is a look at both the friendship of Nicholas Elliott and Kim Philby, as well as it covers some of the details of Philby's defection. Again, most of this series is based on facts But it is a dramatization. There are some new characters that didn't exist in real life. But a lot of the characters they mention or are in the movie were real people. The acting is brilliant. Now, I've never seen Damian Lewis in anything I didn't like. He knows how to pick what to sign up for, and he doesn't fail us with this performance either. One nice touch for us here at Spy Movie Navigator is that there's an uncredited role of a Dutch spy, Peter Tazelar. He comes out of a swimming pool and is greeted by none other than Ian Fleming. And when he takes off his diving suit, he's wearing a tuxedo. Well, this spy was the inspiration for part of the pre-title sequence of Goldfinger. It didn't happen exactly the way they show it in A Spy Among Us, but if you want to find out the tie-in to Goldfinger, you can listen to our podcast episode from March 16, 2022, where we decoded the pre-title sequence of Goldfinger to find out the details. Anyway, we highly recommend this series, A Spy Among Friends. And for the U.S.-based folks, this should be on MGM Plus soon. Ballerina. In our November 29th, 2022 Spy Movie News, we talked about the upcoming movie Ballerina. This movie will star Ana de Armas, and it's a spin-off of the John Wick series of movies. Last month, we told you that Keanu Reeves and Angelica Houston were going to be in this movie. Well, in an article on Cinemablend.com, they tell us that the cast is even fleshed out more, with Gabriel Byrne, Catalina Sandino Moreno, and Lance Reddick also signing up. This is a very good cast, so we want to see where they're going to take it. Spy X Family. Now, we like this one because it's a little bit different. There's a very popular Magna series right now, Spy X Family. It's an animated series from Japan, and it's done with Season 1, and it's going to add a Season 2, and they're going to do a movie. Now, this could be pretty cool. If you aren't aware of the series, it's an animated story of an undercover spy who forms a family to provide cover. It has a TV-14 rating. Now, there isn't that much out about the movie yet, but like the series, it's expected to be in Japanese with English dubbing. And the series was released on TV Tokyo and others throughout Asia. Crunchyroll is where to go to stream it today. And we don't know what the release date is for the movie, but it is expected to release in 2023. How about Atomic Blonde 2? We're fans of the 2017 movie Atomic Blonde, which stars Charlize Theron. And we're also hoping to see an Atomic Blonde 2. We think that'd be very good. Well, Mike Reyes published an article on Cinemablend.com where he talks with Kelly McCormick. She's the producer of both the movies Nobody and Atomic Blonde at 87 North Productions. And Mike asked Kelly about sequels for both of these movies. They've both been rumored for a while here. Kelly made it sound like Nobody 2 is in the works, but was a little noncommittal on Atomic Blonde 2. She didn't say yes or no, but she kind of hedged her answer by being more direct about nobody, too. So we'll just have to see if she was being coy or if something really is happening, because we do hope we see an Atomic Blonde, too. Now, one of the nice things about Mike's article on CinemaBlend.com is he has a clip of part of the interview. All right, so on to Paradox Effect. Another spy movie is in the work that's going to star Olga Kirilenko and Harvey Keitel. The plot is described as an innocent woman, Kirilenko, is forced to confront a dangerous kingpin, Kaitel, who has kidnapped her young daughter and is holding her for ransom. She teams up with a corrupt Interpol agent whose son is also being held hostage to rip off various criminals to raise the ransom to save their offspring. Together, they have one hour to save their families from the wrath of Kaitel's character. I got that description out of Deadline.com. Now, like Damian Lewis, who we talked about earlier, Kytel is one of those actors who has more hits than misses. And Kirilenko we liked as Camille in the James Bond movie Quantum of Solace. And we're going to talk about her a little bit later in some other work she's doing in this newscast as well. Now, Paradox Effect is expected to start production in January 2023, and it currently does not have an announced release date. Let's talk about one of the more bizarrely advertised spy movies in recent times. And of course, we're talking about Operation Fortune, Rue de Guerre. At the time it was pushed back, we're hearing the reason was because the bad guys in the movie were Ukrainian. And the Russian invasion of Ukraine happened right before the expected release date. So pausing for that reason kind of made sense. But now we're reading in some places that this movie will release in a week on January 5th in some locations, not hitting the U.S. until January 12th, 2023. Maybe. I say maybe because those dates come from IMDb and the dates have shifted around quite a lot. If it is going to be that quick, you'd think there'd be some promotion around a Guy Ritchie-directed movie starring Jason Statham, Aubrey Plaza, and Hugh Grant. But we're getting crickets. If you go to the Miramax and STX Films websites, there's nothing but the trailer. There's no release information at all, and the trailer looks great. But the official site also just says, coming soon. No release dates on this thing at all. I mean, what gives? Well, Guy Ritchie, the movie's director, commented on this at the Red Sea International Film Festival in early December. In talking about the release of this movie, he said, It starts to unfurl in different territories from January. Some are theatrical, some are not. That's my understanding. That got caught in some administrative hell. There's quite a lot of administrative hell, as it turns out, behind the curtain of distribution. All right, so did that give us any clarity? Well, hopefully we'll be able to see this movie in January, but we're not holding our breath. Treason. A five part series called Treason just dropped on December 26, 2022, on Netflix. According to Netflix, the tagline for the series is An MI6 deputy's bright future takes a sharp turn after a reunion with a Russian spy forces him to question his entire life. This series counts Kieran Hines, Olga Kirilenko again, she's back in this one and Charlie Cox as part of its cast, which bodes well for the series. Now, we've watched this series. There's some parts of it that we liked, there's some parts that we didn't like. But if you're an Olga Kirilenko or Charlie Cox fan, this one should work for you. Personally, we wish we had seen more Kieran Hines, but we understand, based on the plot, why we didn't. Mission Majnu. On January 20th, 2023, the Indian spy thriller Mission Majnu will release on Netflix both in the UK and the US. Netflix's tagline for this one is, The Untold Story of India's Most Audacious and Daring Covert Operation in the Heart of Pakistan. The language for this movie is Hindi. We don't know yet whether it'll be subtitled or English dubbed. We'll let you know when we find out. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Well, once again, the Mission Impossible team is doing a great job of trying to keep our attention as we painfully wait for its July 14, 2023 release of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Well, we wish they would change to a better title, but hey, At least they're giving us more glimpses as to what's coming, which helps pass the time and get us more excited about it. Now, this time, Christopher McQuarrie posted a picture on Instagram thanking South Africa, and he included a picture showing Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt character standing on a plane in midair. It's a great shot. I think Tom Cruise is absolutely crazy for doing some of these things. And we think this scene is going to be from Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, which is slated to release on June 28, 2024. Now, in previous newscasts, we've talked about the big motorcycle jump that Cruz does in part one. Well, they've now posted a video on YouTube that discusses and shows how they did the stunt. It's a fun nine-minute video that'll make you want to see part one, just to see how this stunt ties into the movie. And again, you can go to YouTube to find this clip. All right, this next one's going to be a little bit obscure. Eastside is an Israeli movie due out in 2023 on the local station, Khan 11. However, Fremantle owns distribution on this, but nothing's been announced about distribution outside of Israel yet. Anyway, Eastside is the name that's been used for multiple movies, but this time we're talking about this Israeli spy movie. Now the description in Deadline.com says, Eastside follows Momi, an ex-secret service agent turned fixer, who plays by his own rules as he brokers shady property deals between the Arab residents of East Jerusalem and the powerful Jewish groups trying to take control of the area by whatever means possible. Brooding and well-connected, Momi slips between the communities with ease, but behind his cool facade, the deadly consequences of his double-dealing are taking their toll. And at the center of his world is an 18-year-old autistic daughter, Maya. I hope we can see this movie here in the U.S. at some point. I have an autistic brother and understand the pressures of raising an autistic family member. Coupling the needs of the child with double-dealing and espionage and the pressure of that, I really want to see how they handle that. All right, so let's move on to James Bond. Our friends at the Spy Command tell us that the Ian Fleming Foundation is pushing the 70th anniversary of the publication of Ian Fleming's first James Bond novel, Casino Royale. They also say that new editions of the Fleming originals will come out with new covers. So if you love the James Bond novels, 2023 should be a fun year for you. So on to some industry news. We all know the importance of art direction in movies, especially spy movies. Well, in February, Michael Dennering will be awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Art Directors Guild. Now, he's known for painting in several movies, and among his 60 movie credits, spy movie fans have seen his work in Charlie's Angels in 2000 and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle in 2003. In Memoriam, Michael Reed. Cinematographer Michael Reed has passed at 93. Among his 50-plus credits is one spy movie fans love. He was the cinematographer on On Her Majesty's Secret Service. MI6-HQ.com has an article on Reed that tells us that he first became involved with the James Bond series with Goldfinger. He covered the second unit's work as Ted Moore and Guy Hamilton had to fly to the U.S. to film the Fort Knox scenes. Diane McBain. Actress Diane McBain is passed at 81. Probably best known for her work in the movie Spin Out and The Delta Factor, as well as the Batman series, McBain also had roles on the television spy series Charlie's Angels, The Man from U.N.C.L.E and the wild, wild west. Cliff Emmick has passed at the age of 85. Among his almost 100 credits is his role as the out-of-control bus driver in Inspector Gadget. All right, it's time for Tom's rant. This month's rant isn't specifically about spy movies, but it's something that makes me really, really mad. I'm going to start this by saying I'm not a lawyer. I'm a movie fan. I'm not giving a legal opinion here because I'm not a lawyer. I'm not entitled to give you a legal opinion here. This is just my reaction to a stupid lawsuit and what I think is a really stupid decision by a judge who I really have to question if he's stupid or not. Here in the U.S., Judge Stephen Wilson has allowed a lawsuit to continue. Now, this wasn't a I-was-totally-wronged-and-lost-a-million-dollars-type lawsuit. No. In this case, there are two, what I consider idiots, who paid $3.99 each to watch the movie yesterday and they claim they were wronged to the tune of $5 million. Now Maybe they're brilliant because this idiot judge, at least in my opinion, let this thing go forward. So what was the heinous crime? What was it that they were wronged so bad that their $3.99 purchase requires a $5 million lawsuit? Well, it was only that the trailer showed Anna de Armas playing a character named Roxanne. The problem was that between the trailer's release and the movie's release, the character Roxanne had been cut from the movie. So she was in the trailer, and she wasn't in the final movie. These two idiots supposedly only watched the movie to see DeArmis on a streaming service, no less. If they really wanted to see Ana Dearmus, they could have rented Knock Knock close their door and watch that movie. But they also weren't smart enough to check the credits before purchasing it. If the only reason they watched this was because of Darmus supposedly being in it, you think you would have looked to make sure she made the final cut. And this is the basis of a $5 million lawsuit? Please. This is one of those things wrong with the legal system in the U.S., in my opinion. How could this judge, Stephen Wilson, allow this suit to continue? Let's think about some of the ramifications if the plaintiffs win. Let's take a movie like No Time to Die. That trailer came out way before the movie because of the pandemic. They started publishing the trailers and then the pandemic hit. Or maybe a movie like Operation Fortune that we talked about earlier. They released their trailer and then Russia invaded Ukraine. Well, they pulled the release for that movie back. What would have happened if one of their actors had gotten in trouble or something and they needed to cut their scenes? What would they do at that point? I just don't get it. Things get cut in editing. We all know that. When I see a trailer, I don't expect 100% of what I see there in the final cut. Trailers come out early to generate hype. I hope that in the end these guys lose this lawsuit and they have to pay legal fees. And I hope it's lots of legal fees. I'd love to see these guys bankrupted because of this. Movie producers and moviegoers are going to suffer if these guys win. The movie studios will not release trailers until after final editing is done. So movies won't get the hype that we're used to because these studios won't want to take the risk. So if the movie companies do lose this one, my suggestion to them would be take whatever you're going to show in the trailer and show it after the post credit scenes. You'd be able to claim it was shown, and I might even put a little tag. This is only shown because of the stupid decision by Judge Stephen Wilson. So let's make sure we call these guys out. Peter Michael Rosa and Connor Wolf. I hope you both lose your suit because this is stupid. And Judge Stephen Wilson, shame on you for letting this continue. Allowing a $5 million lawsuit on a $3.99 movie? Really? That's just total BS and I think you should all be ostracized for being dumb jerks. And that's this month's rant. And that's a wrap on this edition of Spy Movie News. This has been Tom from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Please help us out and subscribe to our show through your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.